my friend just texted me. I'll be on the side of the the road with a thermos of soup. And his girlfriend responded, we'll be throwing hot soup and also syringes of steroids. (laughs) (laughs) What? um, Are you just bringing like a fanny pack full of goo? That's right, baby. I'm Mm. wearing my belt and I'm bringing eight to nine goos. Haven't quite decided. (laughs) Good God. That is 800 calories worth. I mean, I feel like that this... The fact that you're running a marathon tomorrow is is just kind of hanging over us. I mean, you seem so calm about it. I guess I'm not even anxious for you because I know you're going to do great, but like it's swirling around my head, man. I appreciate that confidence. I think my calmness is coming um, much the same way that like a serial killer on death row feels. Yep. They know that that lethal injection is about to shoot into their veins yeah. and they will die. And that's, I guess, how I feel. I've accepted my fate. Like, I'm not getting out of this. I've trained no. for 19 no. weeks. I've spent hundreds of dollars. I've told everyone I know that I'm doing it and yeah, I yeah, love yeah. public pressure. You were running. You were going to run that green mile. <laughs> it truly, it will be a green mile because I will be throwing up all of my salted watermelon goose. And, and with that, I think that's a great segue. Uh, should we get into it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, welcome, everyone, to Hey Chums, an unauthorized Shark Tank podcast. I am Alyssa. I'm Sylvie. And uh, today we are on track. We are, <laughs> doing, we are doing what a podcast is supposed to do, and we are reviewing episodes chronologically. Um, Which was always the plan. Always the plan. From the beginning. Not always the outcome. But Hulu has been good to us and has given us season three, episode 16, which gives us uh, a great a great lineup. We've got the kind bar guy. We've got Kevin. We've got Lori. We've got Barbara. Um, and we've got the cube. I am loving Barb lately. Yes. Oh, I my God. Say. Me too. I have really turned a corner on mm-hmm. Barb. Yeah, I thought that she had... She made some great moves and she had some very fascinating things to say. Like, for example, the fact that she asked for skis instead of an engagement ring with her first husband was like, I just loved it. Yeah, she's being fun. She's being funky. She's being fresh. And I think that was really present in this first product that we have, Sunflow. So we got Leslie and Greg. They're looking for a whopping million dollars for only 6%. I wrote what in all caps. (laughs) So what? Can you just explain what this product is for us, Alyssa? So this is Leslie and Greg seem to think that no one has made any advancements on the beach chair in the last hundred years. Those are their words. Um, and so what they're offering <laughs> via their company Sunflow is a beach chair that is easy to open. You can open and close it with a push of a button. Mm. And then there are all of these modular accessories. Um, that you can add on to it to enhance your beach sitting experience. One of which is a cup holder that is adjustable. There is a little like sun canopy thing that you can attach to the back. Um, There is like a little waterproof bag for your shit. Uh, And then, you know, they're, they're looking to expand their beachfront empire uh, with, with a taller chair and, and all this other stuff they have in store. So it's really just like simplifying and, elevating the beach chair experience with a bunch of stuff that was invented like two decades ago. I can't emphasize enough. If you haven't actually gotten a chance to see the episode yet, it looks like a regular chair. It's a chair. It's a it's chair. It's a beach chair. Right. And I mean, are you – I wouldn't consider myself, even though I live in LA, like I'm not a beach person. No, I am by no means a beach bum. 
I like the beach. I'll go a couple times a year, but it's I'm not a beach person. So maybe this registers with someone who is a beach head more than it does me. But to me, it looks like a regular chair and it costs $198. For just the chair. For not even for the stuff to, to put on it. For just the chair, it's $198. And, and and the cup holder, for example, that to me was the most egregious add-on. The cup holder is, I think, yes. an additional $28. Yeah. It is literally a zip tie that like <laughs> you can make wider or narrower depending on like the girth of your water bottle. $28? For a freaking zip tie that attaches to the arm of this chair. The the strongest reaction that I had to this was like, can we all just like have less stuff? And sometimes, yes. and obviously like Shark Tank is about products, is about stuff. But this was just like, like mm. if you had a product that took a, a crappy beach chair and made it easier to open or mm. gave me accessories for it and made, made it possible so that I'm not like adding another beach chair to the landfill to replace it with your like fucking $198 beach chair that like <laughs> then i'm interested but like let's not add more stuff where we already have so much stuff to be fair to them they launched 13 months ago they already have two million dollars <laughs> yeah. in sales 2.9 they almost have three million dollars in sales it's insane uh all all direct to consumer it costs them $70 to make one chair. I did I did laugh very hard at the part where well I didn't laugh at this uh that <laughs> Leslie's father passed away a week ago that Oof, that's not funny. yeah that I, was tough that was tough i i did laugh though at the part where kevin immediately goes <laughs> i'm sorry to hear that back to our reality back here. to our reality i and knew asks, you were gonna say that asks all of the questions about the business i knew you were gonna say that i like that he said back to our reality i was like kevin was she like, didn't fabricate her father's death it was it was bad uh the kind bar dude he says he likes their energy uh, yeah. He says he'll do a million dollars for 22.5%. And they're, again, they're asking they for that. 6%. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they pretty much even... just move on. <laughs> they're like, okay. <laughs> and, but like, you know, everyone very understandably is like really stuck on the valuation because that's a insane valuation for beach chairs. I just feel like very often the sharks are, you know, very rich people. They're a little out of touch with what what the normal, what sure. Joe Beach is doing in the summertime. And I think they don't realize that this these problems have already been solved for because they have not had to like schlep beach chairs to the beach <laughs> in 20 years. I totally agree with that. And it actually just hit me that I think the reason that their sales are so high is that everyone who's like a beach fanatic enough who like we're going to the beach is there every mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. every weekend thursday yeah. through sunday a activity head. a beachhead bought these right because they <laughs> yeah. were like i need the best in my beach going activity sure. it's, that's a good point it's the yeti cooler of beach yes and so <laughs> yes they bought those and now i would not expect sales to keep growing the way that they have i think the market was like okay yes the yeah. people who wanted them got them totally and imagine being a family of four. If you're a family of four and everyone has a chair, you're spending eight hundred dollars minimum, and that's without on accessories. Chairs. Yes, no accessories. Cuban and Babs say the valuation is too high. Lori's also out. Lori was never going to invest in this. It's so not up her alley. And then they say uh, all roads lead back to Mister Wonderful. That as is usual. The first of two times 
that it is brought up that all roads yes. lead to Mr. <laughs> Wonderful this I, episode. So Kevin, again, offers some psycho Kevin yeah. deal, which we're going to get a lot of this episode, so just buckle up. He wants to do a million dollars with 4% equity with $5 a share in like payback money until he recoups $2 million yeah. and then he goes back to the 4% only. Which sounds like a great deal for Kevin. I, I was like watching this and I was like, I feel like knowing nothing about business, I would take a royalty deal with my product. I'm like, okay, you know, like $5 because when they're like, oh, well, he wants $5 a chair. I'm like, oh, it's $198 a chair. There's like plenty of dollars to go around, man. Like take the dollars. Like, I, once again, why I should not be an entrepreneur, I, I I think if someone offered me royalty deal, I'd be like, cool, great. Well, it's also not an unlimited royalty. So like, true, he, true, true. He it's is not just trying to, to be fair, like he's trying to get his money back and I would take that over a loan with super high interest. Yeah, 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 because yeah. Because it says to me that like you do believe in this sure, product yeah. if you want a You're royalty betting on, on me. it versus like I'm going to – I'm going to give you a loan and then kind of gouge you on it. And that might take away from the cash flow of the business. They make a counter that Cuban tells Wonderful to take. Cuban, this mm-hmm. entire episode, is chiming in, like, judging he, people's counter he offers, can, which yeah. is so funny. He is, like, I, I said it last week. He is in full, like, godfather mode. He is. Don, Don Cubiano. Like, he's just, he's just there to dole out advice at this point. Again, there's something so powerful about that oh my god yes and just so attracted to he's 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 just he's the top dog you know anyway they counter uh back at five percent and mr wonderful accepts again like i think if mr wonderful has like had been to like a single public beach in the last like 10 (laughs) years he probably wouldn't have invested in this but you know what it's over Good for him. Good for them. And then we have a quick chapel chapool. Oh my god! Update. Okay, I, I would love to. I I could not make heads or tails of this update, Sylvie. <laughs> and I would. I watched it twice, and I would love for you to walk me through it. Yeah, let me try to break it down for you. So, <laughs> chapool is a an energy bar made out of crickets, and the guy basically says like. Yeah, you know, we were having really a lot of success with people trying them, and then we just didn't have repeat customers. So <laughs> Which it's like, means they suck. <laughs> okay, yeah, your cricket bar tastes like shit. Things were not looking good for Chapool. So they pivoted to some sort of, like, crickets eating farm waste. But all of the B-roll uh, that they're showing is just worms. It's like little worms, like little, like, maggoty-looking like worms. worms. Cricket worms? Do Don't- crickets start as worms? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I assume those were like larval crickets. Oh no, I'm baby cricket. They never showed a cricket after we talked after we mentioned the pivot from cricket bars. All of the B-roll is like these little maggots and like soil. See, even like, yeah, I mean they show this these the tray after tray of these like worms and I, I I actually did not consider that maybe a cricket starts as a worm, but I don't when did they grow all their legs? You know, I think that's wrong, (laughs) and... I can't stress this enough. I don't know. A bug is a bug. You know, a bug is a bug is a bug. I'm not going to look into (laughs) it too much. (laughs) And I don't want it in my bars, and I don't want it in my house. No, And that's that. (laughs) And let's never speak of Chapool again. Let's let's take a quick break. (laughs) Well... Up next, we have 
Prep Deck, which is a funny name. Prep Deck, yeah. Um, so so our entrepreneur is named Alexander. He's an Aussie. He is seeking 750K for 7.5% of his company called Prep Deck, which is essentially like a, a pretty little box about maybe two feet long mm. um, that is filled with lots of little plastic trays and little containers and cute little bowls and stuff for you basically to put all of your prepped ingredients to cook a recipe, to cook a meal or whatever. There's all these little clever utilities, like some of the tops are like a mandolin top. So you're kind of like mandolining a zucchini directly into a little container and then your zucchini's in a container. And then there's like a, a little fold out cutting board. So it's like clever. It's basically like a little one-stop shop for all of like the stuff that you would need to like prep ingredients for dinner. It Yes, it kind of looks like the adult version of like, you know those toys you had when you were little where you fake like cooking something, you know, mm-hmm, you pull mm-hmm. the yeah, little, like little knife Fisher out. Price. And, yeah, 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 yeah. As I was watching, I thought this is a dumb product. Sorry, it's not for me. Like, okay, I, I was very curious to know what your take was on it because because you and I are big we, into cooking. We're we big cookers. Cooking. We're always sharing recipes. We're always sharing hot ingredient tips. Yep. I got you a four pound mortar and pestle. She sure did. She sure did. For your housewarming. Very often Sylvie will like call me like on a Google Hangout during work. And sometimes it's a meeting that we were supposed to have and sometimes it's not. And she will say, okay, here are all the ingredients that I have to compose a salad for lunch today. What should I add to it? And then she'll open up her fridge and we'll talk about everything that's in there. And I'm like, this feels like a, like you could top it with a little bit of feta. Or have you considered putting the chickpeas in the oven for 40 minutes before adding it? And vice versa. Like we are constantly trading tips and tricks for just better meals. A little game called Make Our Lives more li- Slightly More Livable with yeah, Food exactly. Choices. Exactly. So yeah, I'm going to be honest. I hated this product. I thought it was so clunky and stupid. I was like, I'm not a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did feel a little condescending where it's like, look, a safe place for you to put your sliced zucchini. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, I have a Cuisinart, I have a Vitamix, not to brag. Mm. I, I got I got the I got the fun toys and I never find myself or rarely find myself using any of the sort of like extensions that they yeah. give. But I was watching this with Mason who hates cooking. Like it really stresses mm-hmm. him out. And he said, Oh yeah, this is for me. I'll only wow. make you dinner now if you get me a prep deck. <gasps> I I do think that there's an element of gamification to it where it's like, you know, like I said, like a a place for everything and everything in its place, which is kind of fun. It's it helps you be organized. And I I had to take a step back and realize that, like, you know, I'm a confident cook. I don't need to use a recipe. I can just make most CC. She's a confident cook. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a CC. And I as a CC completely agree. I wrote down this would be great for someone who measures. Exactly. I guess it's not for us, but it could be for someone. And it is for someone because, you know, they sold $350,000 worth during their Indiegogo and his goal was like 25k. Right. Right, right. They they sell them for somewhere between $99 and $119, and they make them for $31. So they're making good margins. And yeah, to, to your point, they're selling a, a crap load. The other thing I wanted to call out is I actually don't have a single space on my counter that could fit this. I just wanted to call that out. Yep. Barbara says she's out because she's a chopper. <laughs> but she did say, I wrote down that she said, um, I like wood. I like ceramics. <laughs> and I- I like wood. <laughs> Barbara, me too. Me too. <laughs> So yeah, she's out. 
Kind Bar Dude is also out. So is Cuban. It's just not a product for them. It, it, it becomes very clear, I think, early on that Alexander is here for Kevin. He Alexander wants to make a deal with Kevin, which makes sense. He makes a Chef Wonderful reference in his pitch. He's here to make a deal with Kevin. Mr. Waterfall offers seven fifty, and I'm not even gonna go into the strings that he oh. offers with this. Like, uh. It was like it, it was it was quite a tête-à-tête. Um, I would say the it was a long it was a long back and forth. The offer was seven hundred fifty thousand um, dollars for a loan that he has to pay back in thirty six months with nine point five interest. Sure, like where do they land on these numbers? Nine point five interest. How Are, long does it take them to film the show? Because they're obviously doing math. It, like instantly Not in their in the heads. Moment. Yeah, I and know. oh, and he wants five percent equity, and so like the the things that they were going back and forth on loan payments, like using the money from the thing to make the loan. I was, my head was swirling. I was so bored. I was like, I don't care. This is stupid. Um, Alexander counters. Cuban compliments Alexander's counter. He's like, nice. And to his credit, it was a very complex <laughs> counter that yeah. I also don't understand. And then they ultimately ended with no deal. Yeah. And and you could tell Alexander was frustrated, but he he left with his head held high and everyone, he, he was like, Mr. Wonderful, I really wanted to make a deal with you. It's just, I can't come to terms with the the terms that you're giving me and so he walked out but he really was like all of the sharks like really applauded him on his way out and the last thing i want to say about this that i forgot to bring up was in the demo to demonstrate how messy kitchens can get they are like spilling rice everywhere and they're like <laughs> chopping stuff and there's just shit everywhere and then they dramatically like oh, yeah. like push everything <laughs> off of that counter and it spills on the floor and i was like no, I was like the PA who has to clean that up. Like, well, I did you notice that there was bad. an overturned garbage can? I think the garbage, I think everything was initially intended to go like at least sort of in the garbage can, it, but then the garbage can no. fell over and she <laughs> still did the thing where she slid everything off onto the floor. And I was like, you you, you could have, you could have put the garbage All can up. You I could think up. of was like the crew members responsible for resetting. They're going to have to bring like a shop vac in mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. clean that up. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Next up is Tank Test, in which our friend Ralph is going to review one of the many Shark Tank products he owns and uh, walk us through how he feels about it. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? You got Ralph Hashem Aaron here <clears throat> with the Tank Test. Sorry, should have cleared my my voice before I started recording, but hey, I'm trying to lose. <laughs> okay, this week we got the Safe Grabs. Entrepreneur Cindy rolls right in the tank like a rocket asking for 75,000 for 10% of her company. She quickly alters it to 12% and we get slight chuckles, very slight chuckles from the tank. Um, This thing is a silicon mat, she goes through it. You use it for silicon mat things. You grab a hot bowl of soup, it then becomes a trivet or a placemat for wherever you take it. It's a food cover for anything that it covers. Kids, it's an easy plate, leave it in the microwave forever. She makes a breast implant joke at the end that just blows up the tank. It loosens up the room and makes me deeply uncomfortable at the same time. Seriously, look this clip up. It's safe grabs grip a shark, and it's about a minute and 30 in. Watch how the sharks relax as a result of this weird joke. Barb even says very clever, which is just like an unconscious, completely 
organic instance of game recognizing game. Um, Cindy talks about breaking even business wise, which is good. Lori loves it. Uh, she immediately rolls into talking about making millionaires, um, buttering her up right good. She asks for 30%. Cindy does not like that. Lori knows that and lays it on thick even further. Cindy asks for 17%. She lays it right back on Lori. Uh, she talks about not needing that much help. You know, her business is she's breaking even. Lori's like, come on, come on. She continues to lay it on, but rocks 25%. Cindy says 20. Lori says millionaire. Lori says 25% and they do it. Barb was never going to make a deal. Game wreck game. Okay, let's try this thing out. Okay. That was me putting my phone down. The safe grabs. It comes in a plastic bag. Uh, it was about $30 on Amazon. I like on the packaging, you should look at this up, the Amazon link. It's in a clear plastic bag. You get different colors, um, but there's a to and a from box on the front of it. Underneath all the things that it does, you can you can write in to uh, me and then from me. Um, I so I'm going to open this thing up. I'm going to put it in the microwave. This is me moving my phone, that sound. So there's two sizes, a small size and a big size. There's like a ribbed thing on the other side. I'm going to put it in there. I'm going to put a plate in there. And I'm going to put that thing on blast for like 20 minutes. And then I'm going to take the plate out. Um, and we'll see how hot it is. I don't think I need to have anything on the plate for it to heat up. But, you know, that's part of experimenting is figuring that. I can, I can look it up, but. Um, uh, okay, I am, I've stopped the experiment because I should put something on the plate. That'll make it get hotter faster. I'm, I've put uh, slices of cheese of, of my son's string cheese because he doesn't know how much string cheese he has. So he's not going to be upset about the fact that he's now three three bars less, three logs. I don't know the unit of measurement for string cheese, but here, we're doing this again. Okay, be back in like 15, oh fuck. Be back in like 20 minutes, I guess. All right, taking this thing out. Okay, so the safe grab is hot, but it's like warm and the plate is very hot. Woo, this is nice. It's cold in New York right now, so this is actually nice. Ooh, this thing works. Smells weird. I mean, it's a silicon mat. It's so crazy that, that they went crazy, for, that Lori specifically went crazy for this. Cause it's, you know, it's a silicon mat. <laughs> I don't know if there's any, there was no information about proprietary stuff. Cause it's a silicon mat. I guess I recommend it cause this feels nice. I'm still holding this plate. Um, I just put it down for discretion's sake. I. I like it. I don't know that I would recommend it for the price on Amazon. I don't know if I overpaid it for it, but I paid about $30. Um, yeah. I mean, good job. I don't know how the business is doing. Uh, like and subscribe and let me know how the business is doing. This is Ralph with the tank test recommending giving, giving two silicon mats, two silicon mats. Um, so, yeah. See you next week. When, when are you going to go to bed tonight? So I have to wake up at like 4.30 <laughs> tomorrow morning. <laughs> God.
Uh, I can't believe you're doing this to yourself. If anyone wants to know why I'm running the marathon, um, it's because I literally am like (laughs) mentally ill. I have like diagnosed variety of mental illnesses. (laughs) Okay, should we move on to our next segment? Yeah, let's let's do it. You you want to walk us? You want to walk us through oot oot box, Sylvie? I, again, I hate all of these products for different reasons. So here we have Robbie and Allison from Ootbox. They are looking for 300K for a 5% investment. Uh, They call this an outdoor plug and play experience. And essentially it's this like temperature controlled outdoor container made from like a shipping container. And they're saying it could be like a mini yoga studio or a gym or an office. It's, it looks like a little jail cell. But freestanding to it me. It does look like a little jail cell. It's a shed. Let's be honest. It's, it's, it's a shed. So it's a shed. And honestly, like the inside looks kind of nice. I think you could make it nice. But from the outside, they look so ugly. And they cost $20,500. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, so I was blown away by the fact that you, these things cost $20,000. If you are dropping 20k on a shed you are not the type of person who's okay with it just looking like a weird piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, it's it's so. I really struggle to understand the target audience for this. First of all, Robbie and Allison are are our entrepreneurs are neighbors. So we've had we've had a lot of sibtrepreneurs, we've had couple patroners. We have not I don't know the last time we've had neighbtrepreneurs <laughs> I, um in the tank. I also thought that was so weird. So like, weird. And they never touch on the like why they're in business together and they're neighbors. Here's my relationship with my neighbor, Craig. Um, he asks me sometimes if I have any rolling papers and tells me things like, <laughs> hey, I harvested a lot of seaweed from the ocean today, so it's drying and it might make the building smell weird. And I say, thank you, Craig. Um, and then I ask Craig, you know, can I use your parking spot tomorrow while you're gone? Because my friend is coming over. Like, that's as yeah. far as it goes. That's Starting your- a business with Craig, who I love, who I love dearly. Sure. That's not happening. The, the one thing that, like, I feel like with this, between this and Prep Deck, I just feel like <laughs> once again, we're seeing a product that is meant to save space that, in fact, takes up more yes. space than most yes. of us have to begin with. That is like, so astute. Like the like prep deck. Oh, it's meant to it's it's efficient. It's meant to save space when you're cooking. I don't have two feet by eighteen inches yep. available of counter space to put a prep deck out, let alone the the cutting board that I'm supposed to attach to it. And and with something like this, I don't have a yard. I live in oh. an apartment. I live in a box, in a bigger box. And so the and and yes, would I like more space? I absolutely would. And they do lease it for eight hundred to a thousand dollars a month. But like, I don't have outdoor space to put a shipping container. Are you kidding me? And if you did, if we if we eventually get a house that has a yard, mm-hmm. God willing, inshallah, <laughs> are we going to put a $20,000 storage <laughs> container there? I don't think so. No, no. I, every square, I'm going to be using every square inch of it because I guarantee you that yard is going to be a postage stamp. I think that this makes so much more sense to do a B2B thing mm-hmm. where you're selling it to like a hotel where they want to guarantee that you can rent a pod and have it for your office space or a movie set. Like yeah. imagine that if this, you know, replaces trailers yes, for, that's, for bigger talent that is or brilliant. something. That like, is really brilliant. That makes yeah. sense to me. Selling it to people. To put in like, their yards. 
for yeah. twenty thousand dollars. Again, if this if this was five thousand dollars, if this was like the chicken coop dude, you know, yeah, and it was Chet. like a couple K, if this was a Chet product mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, for three thousand dollars, you can get this like this box and it's environmentally sustainable and it's your little, you know, home away from home, I would be like, oh, maybe. But not at that cost. No. No, and this is like a like again, this is like a cubicle hell box. Like this is not like cute. Like you it's would have sad. to really put a lot of work into it to make it not feel like the saddest little building that you've ever been in. And I think that's what a lot of the sharks point out was that like it's tied to COVID, even though they say it's not, which feels yeah. yucky. Like yeah. I don't think anyone's excited at this point about investing no. in something where it's about acknowledging that we're still in COVID, kind of like the button to say that you're not on mute anymore. It's like, So true. Yeah. Anything that like is resigning yourself to the limitations of COVID, like there's not a, there's not a, a, no one has a taste for that anymore. The kind bar dude also is like, eh, it's too COVID-y. Lori also says that. And then we go back to Mr. Wonderful. Then, yeah, Kevin is a hungry shark today. He is. Hungry, hungry boy. He's putting, he's putting offers in, across the board today he says he'll do 300k for five percent he wants a thousand dollars back every time they sell a box or a portion (laughs) of a lease and he wants to make back 600k before the royalty goes to zero which is very similar it really mirrors his first pitch to alexander the prep deck guy where he wanted to make that back double his money on royalties while only taking a a modest piece of equity which I actually like – I think this, again, is better. I think a royalty is better than a loan. And that's not based on, mm-hmm. again, any facts no, or education. it's just a gut feeling. It's just like uh, <laughs> interest is yucky yeah. and a royalty just feels a little bit more like yeah. you're betting on the product. And it's got the word royal in it, which is fun. <laughs> Barbara kind of cuts in and offers 300K for 20%. Which whoa again? She's so she's so random. Like she is, she is utterly unpredictable. uh, And then Kevin, this is where it gets spicy. Oh my god! Kevin says he'll do fifteen percent for three hundred k just to fuck Barbara over. Yeah. Barbara says she'll do it for ten percent if they say yes right now. Kevin says he'll do it for nine percent. Like literally, like because they ultimately agree and they go with Barbara and they agree to for the ten percent. They they agree to to give away ten percent. Yeah. Um. And and I was just like, Kevin just like dicked Babs out of ten percent equity in this company. <laughs> and again, like the things that Barbara likes and doesn't like are so wildly unpredictable. Like if anyone is some sort of expert analyst or researcher or scholar, I would love to pay you. To like do a little report on oh my what God. go through the history yes. of like the types of products she's invested in, and if we can pull some insights out of that, like thirty percent CPG, like we yes. please get in touch with us if you are interested in that. I will literally Venmo oh. you. I'm so interested, and I simply don't have the time or brain cells to do it myself. Please, please, everyone out there, summer is coming up. Please apply to our summer internship. (laughs) Submit an application with your resume. We are unfortunately unable to pay, but we can negotiate for college credits. The HM's Fellowship is prestigious. Mm -hmm. Prestigious, Um, yes. You will get, you will learn a lot. We're asking for about 6% of your time uh, for zero dollars. Zero thousand dollars. Zero thousand dollars. Shall we take a quick break? Yes. Do amore. Uh, I think it's which, do amore. Do, what is it? I think he pronounced it do amore. 
It's like do, Homer do Simpson. Do amore? Like, do amore. <laughs> I think it's probably do amore because I he, think what he's trying to say is do more because as we uh, will discuss, this is an altruistic <laughs> engagement ring wait, company. Can you please just take a second and play the audio on your side when he says it? Yeah, and let me go ahead and... This is our entrepreneur, Krish. Hi, Sharks. My name is Krish Matramka, and I'm from Houston, Texas. My company, Doamore, is- What? <laughs> what? I fucking- Why? I told you. What is do? It's literally- What is the do? That's how you spell- Do you know the- what? I oh, lied. Oh, Alyssa. I- what? Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's what? do, like money. No. I'm freaking out. But that doesn't make any sense. Well, regardless of the name, our buddy Krish. Uh, yep, Krish. He is, Krish is seeking, oh my God, I'm. it's really going to take me a while to get past this, but Krish, I'll try. Krish is seeking $600,000 for 6% of his company, Do Amore, um, which is, you know, essentially an engagement ring brand where it's all ethically sourced or lab grown stones um, and a portion of the proceeds of the ring go towards helping a developing a community in a developing nation get access to clean water. Mason and I were chatting about this. We could not see the connection between engagement rings and water. I feel like water is just a random charity that always gets added to things here's what i struggle with with companies like this anytime it's a company where it's like a per purchase donation yeah i i understand i understand like the the angle there you were basically just you know kevin called it a tax which is a horrible way of thinking it but you're basically just committing a certain percentage of your revenue to a charity which is great but when it's per purchase like that it's like have you ever seen these this chocolate company called like tani's chocolate Hmm, They were advertising all over Williamsburg for a while and they had like a little stand and it's this chocolate company that is also about like ethically sourced and fair trade chocolate and their whole shtick and they write it all over their label is like ending child slavery. But they're like, we're going to keep making chocolate until we end child slavery. (laughs) And I was like, and then are you going to stop making chocolate? It's just it was just it, weird to like tie up your product and yes, the purchases of yes. your product to like this other goal that we shouldn't be tying up like into whether people are buying your chocolate or not. It's like I as a private person want to contribute to helping end that and I also kind of want like my government or another yeah. like socially responsible body that's not controlled by capitalism to yeah give to that our 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 dependence on the private sector for like ending problems that should be like problems that like we should all tackle as a people is just kind of just like very dystopian the fact that we were like i mean you know the bill gate that like one person bill gates could like basically fix malaria in a lot of countries like yay but also that is scary like that shouldn't be up to one person no it 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 should not I felt like I felt like this was super targeted to the kind bar dude because yeah oh you yeah know, you can it's a, tell it's a you product with a mission so yeah. um, you know he also I thought it was impressive he says like later on in the episode he basically in 2014 quit his job and he invested 18k of his like personal money which is mm-hmm. like all he had mm-hmm. into the company since then they have not raised any yeah. more 
money. He hasn't even pitched the company to anyone else, he said. He hasn't even pitched it to anyone, and they've done $26 million yeah. in sales. Yeah, which, it's, it's very impressive. I, I do appreciate his explanation that, you know, he was really struggling to reconcile the the history and the ethics of 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 getting a, a ring and a diamond specifically. He was, you know, really considering the sort of like disparity of of just the lifestyle of of like people in developing countries. So like I I, I appreciate that and I I truly believe that he is coming from a, a good place. And yeah, to your point, he's really killing it. And I'm curious, as the only uh married woman between us <laughs> What what are your thoughts on like ethical like did you and Eric talk about like oh I want this type of ring and it's I want it to be ethically sourced to- totally I mean listen like we've been swindled for the last 150 years by De Beers and they're just absolutely like devilishly brilliant marketing campaign which is that it's not an engagement ring unless it's a big fat diamond um, and which a obviously diamond is you know exactly like like just all all that stuff obsession with diamonds and so I was really repelled by that and so I wanted a stone in my engagement ring that wasn't a diamond and I actually when Eric and I were talking about engagement rings um I was like get me something from space and so poor Eric was stuck having to figure that out um but he did it I mean he got me a beautiful ring with a meteorite inlay um that came with like a certificate um which I feel like I can feel good about like ethically sourced meteorite because I can't take space on today. Um, You know, as they're discussing everything, Mark brings up a great point, which is like, you know, literally anyone can add this to their product. And Chris tries to say no, although we don't get a chance for him to explain, which like, but like, I mean, he is right. It's just adding a donation, like of like a portion of proceeds. It is. And I I also laughed so hard. So he gives them all a ring. Of course he does. And... (laughs) Oh yeah! Oh my God! This he is gives, so good. He gives he gives Lori a ten thousand dollar diamond, and she's like, "Ooh!" And then he tells Barbara that her diamond was three thousand four hundred dollars. Which? Why would you do that? And Barbara immediately goes, "I'm out." Yeah. And the and, thing is, like, I don't think she was joking. I don't really either. <laughs> she people just like treat Barbara like shit. It's yeah, it's very funny, but it's also very sad. So she reveals then that like she's not a jewelry girl. She says I've never bought a real piece of jewelry, which, which like is very we'll funny. We'll like so you're wearing costume jewelry on yeah. your earrings right now. I don't know, but she says yeah, she chose skis for her first engagement present, and then a, a VW <laughs> bug for VW. her second one, which is yeah. cute, which is very very cute. Uh, we used to have a VW Bug in Seattle, and really? like when it, when they first came out with the like newer editions, yeah, 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 no, it, it was, was like yellow. such like a big thing. It was so Ooh. cool. It was yellow, and Aww. they have a little flower holder next to Stop. the steering wheel, so you Stop can put it. a flower in there. That I always is thought so that was cute. I thought that was the coolest thing when I was little. Kevin offers six hundred thousand dollars, and he wants to make three times that back on a royalty of $100 per unit. So he wants to make back $1.8 million, but he'll only take 6% equity. This is like all Kevin is offering every single time. He's like, I want to make double or triple my money back and I'll take a very small equity. It's so it's so bizarre. He literally did it for every single one of the entrepreneurs that came out today. It was weird. But you know what? We also, every single deal was something that was like a lot of money for under 10% equity. Yes. So maybe yeah, yeah, you're thing. right. A like, lot of high valuation uh, A lot of really high in. valuation. We didn't have any fun guys this no. time. No funnies. 
kind bar guy has said that he's out. Uh, but he he kind of alluded to the fact that he might come back in because he was so impressed by Krish. And 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 it's very clear that Krish wants wants Daniel, wants Kind Bar guy. My, yeah. my question is, is is there an altruistic angle to Kind Bar? Is that like a thing about Kind Bar? I thought there was. Did they like donate a Kind Bar for every Kind Bar you buy? Is it like the Tom's model or is it like something else? I just Googled Kind Bar. They do give back. They say like they have this like acts of kindness thing. We did an ad campaign for them once. Yeah, they have like an impact report. Yeah, it's not like very clearly laid out, but yeah, it seems like there is some sort of built-in altruism when it comes mm-hmm. to kind bars. I- I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't really like kind bars. I don't like them either. And the saddest part about them is that they have the nutritional equivalence of a fucking Snickers bar. So yeah. like if you're munching on a kind bar and you're loving it, great, do your thing. Uh, if you're munching on a kind bar and you're thinking, wow, I really wish I was eating a Snickers bar instead, do that. Guilt free. Because <laughs> let me tell you, they are the same amount of like fats and calories. Uh, a kind bar is like, oh, I kind of want to have like a handful of almonds. And it's like, okay, well, why don't you have a handful of almonds that is glued together by sugar? So Krish and and kind bar guy are really, really going back and forth. Kind bar guy wants to give him 15%. Um, Chris is trying to get him down to 12%. Everyone is like, you're an idiot. Just take the deal. Until. Well, he starts walking over and Chris yeah. is like still trying to get him down. And literally, <laughs> Kind Bar Guy is off his seat walking towards him. And then we, it reveals. Hand. Yeah, it reveals, it reveals that he, Kind Bar Guy is actually doing like getting down on one knee to propose to Chris. And it's so awkward because Chris is like, wait, I'm not ready to give up 15%. And that's when they talk him down to 12% <laughs> with the 3% donated or whatever the freaking thing ends up being. And then it ends. But it would have been so funny if like Kind Bar Guy had gotten within like two feet of Chris to like shake his hand and Chris had been like, no. And and I'm just going to text you a picture right now of Cuban's face. Um, oh my god, that face. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, Zzz. he's like, Zzz. he's got like all of his teeth showing. Um, okay, okay, before we close, uh, w- I know that you weren't thrilled with any of these products, <laughs> but if you chose one, which one would you be a consumer of? Guess what? I have to do Duh Amore or whatever. Duh Amore. Oh my God. Sylvie totally wants to be proposed to. I have now proposed to myself on my (laughs) podcast. Great. Um, I hope all of my exes are listening. Uh, Because it's the only one I have fucking space for. I'm not fitting a sunflow into my closet. A prep deck is not going in my kitchen. Where is the oot box? And (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, like I'll take a $10,000 ring. I don't even have oot. Yeah, I, I, where's the oot to my box? I just, I, I'm taking the ten thousand dollar ring, ring, and I'm I'm gonna feel good that it's supporting someone. Oh, last thing I'll say about the rings. Oh, uh, did you notice that when they go over the names of them, they're scrolling through the names, and one of the names is Patronus. Woof! I didn't so, notice yeah. that. So oh I'm taking gosh. the ring, and I I'm mad about it. Take your Patronus I, ring and get I wanted, out. I wanted a catbird ring. <laughs> what about you? I'm with you. I, I have no need for any of these. Um, You're already married. <laughs> I'm already married. I don't go to the beach. I don't have an oot to put a box in. All right. Well, you know, this, despite just the products being freaking total flop this episode, this has been a great episode. It elicited a lot of strong reactions. So, it sure did. Um, so we'll see you all next week again uh, if I'm not dead. Yeah. From this marathon. Everyone cross your fingers that Sylvie doesn't die. <laughs>
fingers crossed. There's one of two options. I finish or I die because yeah, I'm it. crawling over that finish line Ugh. if I have to. I wish like, I could be there. On my hands and knees. I'm getting over that fucking line. So if I don't, again, it means I died. All right, guys. Well, we will we will catch you next week. And thanks always for listening. Bye. Bye.